6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Wanted to get to this because I know a lot of you, a lot of you over the past couple of years have texted me. You've called in about some of the challenges about trying to make online reservations at uh, Alberta Parks over the past couple of years. If you've done it, you know it's kind of turned into a free-for-all. Previously, the online reservation system opened on a certain date and it turned chaotic with the website struggling to handle really, really heavy traffic. And there was a lot of traffic. Listen to this. Listen to this. There's been about a 148% increase in the number of of transactions and camping reservations across the park system since 2019. So what's happening now and how can you ensure you get a spot? Let's find out with Alberta Parks Ambassador and blogger at Play Outside Guide, Karen Ung. Hi, Karen. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. How does one become an Alberta Parks Ambassador, first off? <laughs> oh, it was something I applied for several years ago. So I think I'm trying to remember if we're in the fifth or sixth year of this program. <laughs> yeah, and so we're just volunteers who love Alberta Parks, and we get on social media and blogs, and, you know, and sometimes we're lucky on the radio like this, and, and just to <laughs> chat about, you know, what we love about them and how people can enjoy them, how they can uh, make the most of their time out there. So, Karen, as I mentioned uh, before, um, in previous years, uh, online reservations would open up and then it was a free-for-all, it seemed, for, mm-hmm. the entire, for the entire summer. And a lot of people got really disappointed. Other people got dates they didn't want. I think they showed up. I, I saw on Facebook people saying, hey, I booked this. Does anyone want it? Like It was almost like people were trying to sell them, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What is happening now? How has it changed? So the system, um, instead of opening um, in the third week of February for May long weekend and causing that huge rush, which often crashed the system, um, Parks was very aware, right? There's just so much demand for good things. Um, They decided, hey, let's go to a year-round service. So now I hope that will make less of a crunch. I imagine the long weekends are still going to be in very high demand. Um, however, people, instead of booking just for that Friday till Monday, they can book out, you know, they can say, hey, you know, what? I want to take that whole week off and book starting yeah. from Monday. If you can book 90 days ahead for individual campsites and for backcountry campsites, and you can book 180 days in advance for comfort camping and the group camping area. So those windows, like booking windows, have not changed, but it's just now the system will be open year-round just to prevent that mail-on-weekend crunch. Yeah, and that and booking window, then it moves every day, right? Like it every does. It's day, a sliding yeah. window, yeah. So, like, as of today, you can book until April the 12th, and then tomorrow you'll be able to book until April 13th, and so on. And the system opens every day at 9 a.m. I know there's been some confusion about that. Some people said, does it open at midnight? Do I need to log on at midnight and book my site at 12.01? No, they don't want people doing that. Um, you won't even be <laughs> able to. The system refreshes at 9, and the reason for that is because there'll be people at the Alberta Parks Contact Centre there to help you. If you have trouble logging in, if you have trouble paying, if you have questions, um, there'll be staff around. So it's just it's just a nicer time. No one has to wake up crazy early or stay up late to book their <laughs> camping. 
Karen Ong joining me this afternoon, uh, Alberta Parks Ambassador and a, and a blogger at Play Outside Guide. Karen, one of the other changes this year is that reducing the maximum number of consecutive nights that mm-hmm. Albertans can book campgrounds, but it doesn't mean that you can't get 16 or 18 days. You just have to do it in two separate ways. Tell us about that. That's correct. Yeah, so you can book up to 10 consecutive nights in one reservation, um, but you can still stay in the park for 16 days. So you just have to come in you'd have to log on and make a second reservation unfortunately Um, but the reason for doing that is with these super long bookings they were finding they were having a very high rate of cancellations and changes and you know when somebody blocks off you know 16 nights and then they decide to not come you know know, kind of screwed it up for a lot of people who could have used those sites Um, Mm -hmm. you know not everyone is checking for cancellations on a daily basis I do recommend people to check cancellations if you can't get a campsite because there is a 70 two-hour cancellation policy Um, but you know it is nice if you can just know you have your camping and not be checking constantly for those and so they're hoping to just give more of the people a chance to get out there and you know this is not something unheard of like if you look at in the national park system for example at lake o'hara there's a maximum three night stay because that area is in such high demand so you know we can still stay for 10 nights that's pretty good it's pretty long um so yeah so it is a notable change but um i don't think it's going to negatively affect too many people and if you want to do the 16 nights go ahead by all means and make that second reservation and you can still you know stay put at the same campsite for a long time Karen, do you have any tips uh, for folks who are trying to get um, uh, who are trying to get a site? You know, I was talking to a colleague today, and he said, you know, last year it was just really, really tricky, and I want to know some tips. How? What's the best way that I can ensure that I get get my site? So, do you have some some tips for for folks uh, tuning in this afternoon? Um, definitely, uh, make sure you create your account in advance. Um, if you already have one, make sure you remember your password and you know how to log in. Check, do that the night before. And when you've planned out your holidays, maybe have a backup campground in case your first choice is full. And, you know, if you're lucky, like a lot of the areas, there are several campgrounds to choose from. So, you know, maybe Carson Pegasus is your favorite. But you know what? Maybe you're going to go closer to the mountains this time and go down to William Switzer. They have a whole bunch of great campgrounds down there as well. And then you're a hop, skip, and a jump away from Jasper to do exploring in that area so I would just have a second choice just in case being flexible on dates of course um, if you're able to get out of Dodge a day early that always helps so you know I call it make your own long weekend <laughs> take Friday yeah. off head out Thursday night right because by booking that day earlier you're going to get a jump on all the people who would normally go out on Friday. Um, so, of course, then now everybody is going to do that. Uh, on the flip side, <laughs> if you have availability midweek, right? Midweek, of course, is good. And if you're looking, if you cannot, you know, you've done everything and you cannot get a reservation, um, Alberta Parks actually has 5,000 first-come, first-served campsites. So the ones that are close to Edmonton, of course, they fill up very quickly. And people are going out there on Thursday because it's close and it's easy to get there um so you know but if you're flexible and you can go earlier in the week i i tell people if it's you know you really have your heart set on this place and it's first come first serve go out on sunday when people are checking out and check out around two o'clock go there and you can get a site right away and then you can sit there like you know for a couple of weeks if you want to um so that's um, another good way 
before I let you go here, because we're uh, we're we're out of time, do mm-hmm. you have do you have a park? Do you have a provincial park that you? Well, I know sometimes if we we mention them on the air, then they get really busy or something like that. But but do you have one that you think is maybe underappreciated, under you know underestimated that maybe people should check out? I think head like everyone wants to go to the mountains, right? Yeah. Try northeast of Edmonton. I had a wonderful time at Sir Winston Churchill Provincial Park. I don't think it's too much of a hidden gem, but just because it's a little farther than most people want to go, right? Like instead of just going to Pigeon Lake or Wobbam, and yeah. so it's two and a half hours drive. But it is a park um, where you can camp on the big island, and then you can paddle to a bunch of smaller islands. There's fantastic fishing. Um, you're right by Lakeland Provincial Park, which actually has a three-day canoe circuit that has free camping in there. That's part of the Alberta Park system as well. So a really, really neat area to explore, especially if you're into boating, paddling, and fishing. And then, of course, they have some sandy beaches there. So there's something for everybody. Oh, Karen, it's sure great talking to you this afternoon. Will you come back on the show sometime, you know, a little bit later on in the summer? Awesome. Can't wait to talk to you again. I love talking (laughs) camping. (laughs) (laughs) Karen, thanks for this. Yeah, you too. Karen Ung is Alberta Parks, is an Alberta Parks ambassador and blogger, play outside guide. It's fine.